Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today our topic is talking about starting your business. Again, thinking about starting your business and here are 10 steps to start your business. Uh, we're going to take a break for a moment and hear a word from our sponsor and we'll be back with the topic. You're listening to the Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Welcome back to the Core Business Show. Topic, 10 Steps in Starting Your Business the Right Way. Like all entrepreneurs and small business owners, we all get in the habit of trying to do things the way we think or feel it should be done. But However, there's a system that we actually need to develop at the very beginning that will help us long-term of... Uh, not stepping into ditches and the holes in the streets and so forth. And there is a way that you can actually set up your business at the very beginning the right way that you don't have all these pitfalls or things that you should have taken care of at the very beginning. Real simple steps. And we're going to talk about those 10 steps that you need to take. And it actually will be the foundation of the business that you you can have that can, can grow and prosper in the future. The first thing you want to do is actually write a plan of action. Number one, write a business plan. Now, this kind of seems like, why should I write a business plan? But you've got to really have a path for you to go. You don't build a bridge without actually making, drawing up some drawings to say how you're going to lay the steel, how you're going to lay the concrete, how is it going to actually get into the ground, how, what's going to stabilize it, how much capacity it's going to hold. So the first thing you need to do is sit down and maybe write everything out on a piece of paper or just write it on a pad and say, hey, this is what I'm going to do for marketing. It's one sheet. Here's what I'm going to do for sales. One sheet. Here's what I'm going to do for uh, accounting. One sheet. Here's how I'm going to handle accounting on the same sheet. And just do piles by piles on how you're going to actually do things. Also write something about yourself and your company as well in that business plan. So as the business plan is essential, even if it's just five pages, as long as you know, hey, how I'm going to sell, how I'm going to market, how I'm going to collect and account for these funds, those are really the big steps you really need to take. So kind of think about it, the business plan is your blueprint. You really need a blueprint in order to kind of propel a business and get a business on its, uh, get a business on its feet in one sense. You do actually can't hold up your head without having your feet 
but yeah, you can sit down, but you, however, that's really it was designed for you to have a foot to stand on, and if not, you can have your backside that can hold your head up. So it's mainly starting from the ground, from your, uh, your foot, because you're going to have to do some walking. So put your foot together, then say, hey, how am I going to connect my leg to my knee, my knee to my thigh, thigh, and go all the way up to the head. Okay, number two, get business assistance training. There are a lot of free training that's available. SCORE is number one. SBA has a lot of workshops. You can go to their website. Uh, free training, most of it. And also the Small Business Development Center, SBDC. Also your tech office, Procurement Technical Assistance, uh, Educational Assistance Office will actually help you as well. Um, kind of utilize them, though, free services. Take advantage of those foundational training to help you start your things because they can actually help you and guide you the right way to the very beginning and let you know exactly what you need to to do to start your business and run it successfully. Number three, when choosing a location, I would say keep the cost to a minimum. If if you're a retail environment, of course, you want to have a store, but make sure you have a store that is high traffic. Don't pick something because it's a strip center for your retail store, and it's cheaper, but there's no traffic. No traffic can be deadly. You really need something that has traffic and pay a little bit more. Don't pay premium, but pay for a little traffic than no traffic and trying to get people there. Because if you have at least some traffic, it's better than a a cheaper place that doesn't have any traffic and doesn't have any, uh, nobody knows you there. So it's less you have to spend on it. For example, if you're a barber shop, you know, put yourself near a convenience store that people had to always had to go to. Um, and then you're always mindful because, hey, every time I go to the, get some gas, there's the store here or a tax office, so forth. Just kind of put yourself next to a business that's going to have the traffic if you're a retailer. If you're an office, you know, uh, building, uh, if you, you know, you're doing some services, then do a small office. You know, do a... Uh, there are a lot of incubators that have cheap offices now. I'm going to say cheaper bargain offices. But you can rent them by the day, rent them by the month. Uh, you can rent them by the week or rent them by a certain amount of hours that you need per week or day per month. And they're going to be a fraction of the cost of a real office and to be maintained a real office. Also, you get that synergy along with that of having uh, other people around you of the same thinking and the same minds making share some things or share ideas in order to get your business going. Choose your location wisely. Uh, starting from home is, is great if you can. Just try to keep the cost down. Uh, the next number, number four, financing. Financing. Oh, I'm going to tell you about financing. That's going to be one of the toughest things that you need to face, but a lot of banks like to see that, hey, if I'm going to give you an SBA loan, just out of experience, um, and a loan officer, they want to make sure that you are able to make the payments. They're, they don't want you to use the funds that you get for the loan. They're setting you up for failure to pay your expenses for your rent and the, all the other expenses. They want to make sure that you have enough money on your own to run your business and make to pay, mean to make the payments. They're looking at making the payments, regardless what income that you you have coming into the building. Uh, you need to be able to support the payments, a part of the test 
of getting a loan. So make sure that you're able to, if you start a business, to make sure you're able to make those payments uh, with your outside income. So if you're unemployed altogether and this is your full-time business, that's not a very good thing. Someone if in your household or your partner need to have some outside income and low expenses in order for you to get a business loan. From The SBA has their own guidelines. Um, they might tell you all these wonderful things, but bottom line, they have systems and tests that they have to abide by, and you won't get a loan from them if you cannot make sure that you are able from your outside income or someone outside income to make the payments. Okay, number five, determine your legal structure. It's really important that you really consider this at the very beginning. I would not be a sole proprietorship to save my life because it will come back and haunt you. If someone slips and falls, they can sue you. In certain states, they can garnish your wages. So I'm in Texas. The, you're protected from your home, but I was, but you can be sued. So make sure that you either set your your company up as a limited liability company or subchapter S or some type of corporation or or corporative or nonprofit that you're protecting yourself and you act in the business name, not yourself. So kind of keep that in mind. You be you. You actually your business is its own entity. Also, you might want to look at getting insurance. Uh, as well to protect. You say, well, why should I buy insurance? I don't have that much money in insurance. Believe it or not, if you open a business, you need to have insurance. It's not that much per month. It can be like $50 a month, but it will save you, and it will give you a little bit more credibility if you have that insurance, and you don't have to worry about lawsuits or whatever. Let the insurance company handle that. So look at your legal structure uh, a limited liability corporation has members. Uh, corporations have shareholders. Um, if you, when you actually look at that, make sure you look at the tax uh, complications of both. Uh, both of them you actually can put on your tax returns and deduct it. But one of them, like the limit, uh, limited liability uh, company, you really uh, be subject to self-employment tax. Self-employment taxes or deadly. Pay yourself as a salary employee at minimum wage and pay the payroll taxes uh, then versus dealing with the self-employment taxes. Now, you're going to have to report. You have to actually file quarterly. Uh, let the payroll services like Paychex handle that or uh, QuickBooks handle that. Don't get stuck in um, you being a entity itself and uh, you're going to be personally liable for self-employment tax. Don't get yourself in a particular situation. Actually, get yourself as a corporation, get your corporate books, have your corporate meetings, and show that it is a viable uh, company and you are an employee of that company the legal way. It will save you when it comes to tax time or when the tax man cometh. Uh, number six, register your business uh, with your state. Okay, so that's part of the, the system of being incorporated. So you really need to register with the state as a legal entity. So number five was determine your legal structure. Number six is to register as that legal entity. Uh, number seven, uh, get your tax ID number. Tax ID number, you can get that online. They can mail it to you or you can actually apply for it online. And it's called an employer identification number. But you need to incorporate first 
before you get your number, okay? So it's not get your number, then incorporate. You're going to deal with some legal issues because it's not really a legal entity. The moment that you see from the state that you have your legal entity established, that's when you actually apply. It takes only about five minutes, and you get your number right then and there uh, online, and they can send it to you. But make sure you have a legal entity then do your taxes, and then decide if you want to be a subchapter S because you have to file your uh, your election for a subchapter S corporation in a certain amount of time. Uh, number eight, make sure you register for state and local taxes. A lot of check with your state because you, you have deadlines when you file as a legal entity. You must fill out. Uh, you must fill out what you need for your your uh, your annual reports. So your public reports, you need to fill that out. Also, you need to fill out what you need for your annual state filing. So you got to file not necessarily tax. Some states you got to file a tax return for your businesses, but they want to know who owns the company. They want an annual report on how much you made. So make sure you fill that out. Sometimes it's due 30 days after the calendar year. Sometimes it's not due for seven months later. So make sure you actually put that together as well. Number nine, obtain a business license when needed. If you in a retail store, of course, you want to check with your municipality if you actually require to have a permit or have a license. Uh, some states and some counties, some cities have business licenses. So make sure you do that. Number 10, understanding your employee employer's responsibilities. So when you hire employee, employers, employees, make sure you understand as an employer what your responsibilities are. There are some starter resources, again, on the SBA website that can help you or go to our website and uh, look for the topics that says 10 Steps in Starting Your Business the Right Way. I'm Tim J.K., your host. You can download the episode on uh, on our website, The Core Business Show. Take care. Thank you for listening. Again, uh, you can go to thecorebusinessshow.com or Apple Capital uh, blog. Take care, everybody, and have a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 